1: It all boils down to a matter of trust, no matter what we do. And that's what we'll talk about here today on our weekend broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. You make an assessment of how much you weigh, you assess what type of chair you're going to sit in, and based upon that assessment, you trust the chair to hold your weight. In the same way, over the last few Sundays, we have taken the time to understand who God is and who we are. And based upon those facts, the question remains, do you trust God? Will you trust Him? That's the question we're seeking to answer as we close out our series on God here today. On Truth for Today with Pastor Phil Howard from Valley Bible Church right here in Hercules. Here's Pastor Phil with today's program.
2: Make God God's interest your interest and he'll take care of you. But seek first his kingdom and I won't take care of you. No, no. But first Seek his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things that you've been worried about will be given to you as well. He said one place, houses, lands, mothers, and fathers. You would not have given up anything for my name's sake, but what I won't compensate you far and above. Ask yourself, what sacrifice have you ever made for the cause of Jesus Christ that he didn't reward you over and over for? Think of it. It's the stingy that have nothing to talk about. Those who've been gracious, those who've been givers, those who have put God's interest first, they're the ones that's got a testimony. Finally, he says, don't worry. God will never put more on you in a day than you can bear. Notice verse 33. 34, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. And worry is primarily a divided mind that you're here today, but you're thinking about tomorrow, so it's divided. But he says, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So God is saying, "Uh, I'm sufficient for you today. Lamentation said there will be new mercies every day for us, new mercies for that day. He said in 1 Corinthians 10, I'll never put more on you than you're able to bear, but I will make a way of temptation, uh, of deliverance, that you may be delivered, that you may bear it, that you may come out of it. There will be enough strength. I don't give you enough grace for the month. I give you enough grace for now. Do you ever think about how will I act when it's time to die? Will I be Worried? will I be panting? Guess what? God will give you dying grace when it's your time to die. There won't be that grace until you're going to die. So don't worry about how you're going to die. Or you might die of worrying. His grace is sufficient for the assignment, right? His grace is sufficient. And I don't think God is ever any closer to a saint than when they're dying. Because he said, I'll be with you in the shadows. Now, where do you go when you're afraid and when you're anxious? David said, I go to God and I go to his word. Uh, let me give you 11 promises that may help you. Just write down the verses and it may help you. I'm going to name the different categories that these verses minister to my heart. But you just write the verse down and you can look them up maybe a little later. Uh, I have, uh, in particular, three verses that brought me to this church and have sustained me. We've used them many years. We use them at anniversaries. But it's really true. Let, Let me tell you the story. It's about May of 1971. I'm living in Fresno, California on East McKinley. I'm going to seminary there. I'm doing Greek homework on a Thursday night. And all of a sudden, God begins to deal with my heart to come north. Start a church, and so while I'm I'm wrestling with this, and, and uh, these thoughts are going uh, in my mind. All of a sudden, uh, this little refrain: "No weapon formed against you." Uh, I had to get a Bible concordance because I didn't know where this was. I'd never heard of it, but I thought this frame, this refrain, just kept "No weapon formed against you." So I get the concordance, find it in Isaiah fifty-four seventeen. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Uh, let me read it to you, uh, and you shall confute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication is from me, saith the Lord and that that right there, I was hearing God say, "You go, you obey, and I'll handle all critics, all enemies." Every weapon the enemy has to, to keep you from this mission, I promise you they won't prosper against you. They gave me confidence. Then he gave me Revelation three eight. Behold, I set before you an open door that no man can shut. For I know that you have uh, kept my word. You've not denied my name. And I know you have just a little bit of strength. But I'll be your doorkeeper. I'll be the doorkeeper. I'll open it and nobody can shut it. And so 46 years this October, he has opened the door here and kept it open. He is, he's been the doorkeeper. And that gave me courage to come. Then, uh, in the midst of all of it, since I had no money and I never did in those days, I was always broke, uh, just living on the edge all the time. I said, Lord, we got a baby due. Uh, if I go up there, uh, I'm leaving this uh, denomination I've been in. Uh, what do I do? Uh, uh, m- my wife was trying to get me to get a job at a uh, department store. How are we going to pay for this second baby? Uh, where are we going to get the money for the rent? Where we, you know, money, uh, it, it's, uh, the love of it is the source of all evil, but the lack of it sure gives some problems too. I love what Joe Lewis said. He said, I don't love money, but it sure soothes my nerves. And uh, so I'm wondering, where's the cash flow? The Howard say, we don't inherit well. That's kind of an in-house statement. I'm hoping David will leave me some money. But pray for me. That's, that's empty hope, I think. But, you know, we, we, don't, we don't inherit well. There's no money. God said, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I used to, in those days, I typed on a little half sheet all my debts. I didn't have much money, I didn't have a lot of debt, but I'd type it there, but I'd put at the top of it, Philippians four nineteen. God's checkbook for bankrupt Christians. I don't have any money. I just got a promise. I will supply all your needs according to my riches in Christ Jesus. And I list my bills. I've got a personal file at home. I've kept many of those lists. And I could show them to you to laugh. They're so small. But I had no money. I had no money. But I had a promise. When I'm afraid, I run to that promise. When I was anxious, I run to that promise. But you promised. But you promised. I'm standing on your word. A board didn't call me to the Valley. There was nobody here. I started with Virginia, my wife, Deborah was two, a sister Hazel. That was it. My mom and dad attended, but those women were the ones that could do something. So this church started with one man and a bunch of women. Well, three women and a little girl. There's nobody. Brother wasn't in church at that time. I had no one. I thought my dad's going to back me. He came down with cancer and died. It was our first funeral in the church. Died within months of starting the church. All I had was God. As though he's not enough. I'm telling you, by the grace of God, I'm still here. And the bills got paid because God keeps his promise. God keeps promises. Can you trust him? Will you trust him? Um, when unbelief attacks my heart and I want to run, I listen to the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Isaiah 41.10 I am with you. I will strengthen you. I will keep... Are you with me? I told you I am with you. I will be with you to the end of the age. He either will or he's a liar. And never dare call this God a liar. You've been running with liars, and you live with a liar. It's called your heart. There's two kinds of people in this world, those who listen to a deceitful heart and those who listen to God. And if you follow your heart, you will always be lied to. It's a deceptive mechanism. Don't put confidence in the heart. Put your trust in his word, his word, his word. When I'm in an evil day, And a cloud comes over me that I can't explain of doubt, of dismay, of discouragement. And it comes out of nowhere. He said, he's given me a sword, the sword of the spirit, which are the utterances of God, a word from God. And in the evil day, I cling to his word, his word. And I do like Luther sometimes when in prayer, I simply tell the devil, you read it. That's what he said he's going to do. You read it. We got too many opinions and not enough convictions. Because people aren't experiencing the promises. You stand on the promises. You'll have a testimony. He will keep his word. He cannot lie. I'm weary of people that got a feeling, got an emotion. You see, when you're in the midst of enemies, when you're in the midst of people that want to destroy you like David, you can't trust your emotions. Uh, he wasn't blind to the circumstance, but he did not cave into the emotion. He said, "I make a faith choice. I will trust in God, and I will trust in His word. I will not cave into my emotions. The word of God is greater than what I'm feeling." Your feelings are not the absolute. We all have feelings. We all have negative moods. We all have negative days. But if you live by those, you'll be a slave. You must live by the thus saith the word of the Lord. That's why you want to know this Bible and believe it. Don't just say, I'm doing all my three chapters a day for devotion. No, you better have it for the day of battle. You better have it when you're surrounded by the enemy. And your heart is caving in. You need a word from God. And you've got, do you think, that's do you think God's talked any? Well, what if your sweetheart said, honey, I just thought I'd write you a letter and sent you that. I, oh, my. He said, well, I love her, but I don't have time to read it. Oh, man, you got your first whiff of cologne on that. You stayed up all night. Because you want to read what those that are beloved say to you. God's up talking to you. Listen to this. Where are we? Five, six. When I think my ministry is worthless in accomplishing nothing, and I want to give up preaching and teaching, I hear this verse. So shall my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire. And without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it, Isaiah fifty-five eleven. My word will accomplish exactly what I want it to do. We've got a few men in this church that believe that so strong. They've got us on Truth For Today 16 times a week. You don't even know that. We're on KDIA. How many grew up on KDIA? Bouncing Bill. Yes, sir, honey. We're on Bouncing Bill's station, but 1640, 530 in the morning and four o'clock in the evening. You can hear Bouncing Howard, and he's in the Word of God, teaching the Word of God. The sermons from this pulpit are broadcast there. Then KFAX, they just went back on KFAX, 530 in the morning, 1100 on your dial were there. Uh, Monday through Friday. Then on Sunday mornings at 8.30, did you know we're on 16 times a week in one of the most godless areas of the whole nation in the San Francisco Bay Area because there's a few men in this church put up their money and their time because they say, Pastor, it's not you we're promoting. We think the Word of God will not return empty. We're going to sow it. And if you want a radio celebrity to sign your Bible, I'll do that after service. <laughs> you don't need Swindall, you need Howard. Uh, when my strength seems too little for the task and the different assignments, I simply cling to Second Corinthians twelve nine. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is perfected. In weakness, And I tell God, I'll furnish the weakness if you'll furnish the power. I got the weakness. You got all of it, Lord. Will you supply the power? And he has, and he will. When I'm um, anxious about a decision in the future and I don't know which way to go, God guides me with Psalms 32.8. I will instruct you And teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Is that that good enough? I will instruct you. I will guide you. You're a sheep and I lead my sheep. They will hear my voice. Do you feel like a dummy in the midst of a world full of enemies? Well, you are. You need a shepherd. And he said, I will guide you. Here's one. Anybody here over 60 that will admit it? Okay, anybody's gray hair out there even though you dye it listen to what God says. Even to your old age, I shall be the same And even to your graying years, I shall bear you I have done it and I shall carry you and I shall bear you and I shall deliver you Isaiah 46 4 even when your hair turns gray I'm not just the God of the teeny-bop and the hip-hop. You've got to be young to be on my agenda. I take care of my people from the cradle to the grave. They don't get too old for me to care for. Uh, I won't abandon you in old age. That's what he's saying, Israel. I'll take care of you even when the gray years come, the walkers come, and the pace slows down. I'm the God for every season. When anxious about dying, I cling to Psalms 23. Don't fear the shadows. I promise I won't bail out in the shadows. I will be with you. I will be with you. When I was first saved, I used to wonder, because I grew up with people that didn't believe you couldn't lose your salvation. But even as a young believer, I clung to Philippians 1.6. I am confident that he who began a good work in you, he will complete it. So the big issue is, has he ever begun a work in you? Have you ever met him? Or do you just know church talk? Church, christian stuff. And you grew up in church maybe. Or you know a few cliches and this, that. A hallelujah. Has he saved you? If he has saved you, I'm confident of this. If he started with you, he's going to finish it. He's going to finish it. Because he knew you were a mess before he ever got started with you. He didn't give up. And along with that was Hebrews 7.25 that says, He is able to save forever those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. He saves forever. Had doubts about your salvation? Wonder if you're going to make it? I, I'm so weak. I don't know if I could imagine. There's another temptation. In my early Christian life, we were always talking about a demon in everything. And a demon in a cigarette, a demon in a tree, a demon, demon here, demon there, demon there. And I went to my dear aunt, and I asked her, I said, Auntie, I, I, I'm afraid any time I go through a corner, a, a demon's going to jump on me. I'm scared. I'm spooked out. And she, uh, in her way, uh, she said, honey, honey, get over here. And she was a strong country girl. Got me by the Come here, honey. You had no choice. You were apprehended. She said, there ain't no demons out there going to destroy you. For greater is he that's in you than he's in the world. You now... You're under divine blood protection. You've got to permit to travel through enemy territory because you're being surrounded by the angel of the Lord. For the angel of the Lord encamps around about them who fear his name. I will be with you. And I'm, I tell the devil what to do. The devil doesn't tell God what to do. God's in charge of the devil. We ran with Pentecostals. They're always prophesying demons on us. And one night they prophesied over our family. We're going to be killed. Certain place on the road. And my mom and my sister started yelling when they came to this road. And my dad's driving. And they so stop, Lord. This is where that prophecy said. He said, the car that's going to kill me passed yesterday. I'm under divine escort. I ain't afraid of some zealous sister giving a prophecy at church. I'm under divine escort. You are too. You think God is going to invest the cross, the resurrection, and his son to lose you? This is not a God that can lose. He keeps what he saves. If he's begun the work, he'll complete it. He'll complete it. We used to sing a song. It's in our old blue book. We don't use the blue book very much uh, Be. But it went this way. The name of the song was, I know God's promise is true. And it has a line. I was a wayward, wandering child. A slave to sin and fear. Until this blessed promise fell like music on my ear. Tis true. Oh, yes, it is true. God's wonderful promise is true. I've trusted And tested and tried them. And I know God's promise is true. Oh yes, his promise is true. God's wonderful promise is true. I've trusted and tested and tried them. And I know, I know. God's promise is true. Trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus. I preached years ago, trust and obey or doubt and pay. It's up to you. There's no reward for doubt. You're just have to renew your prescription and worry yourself to death. But he said, it's almost insulting your God when he's promised to take care of you. There's no medication. The medication you need is he's prescribed his word for you and he'll conquer your fears. He'll conquer your worries. I never forget when my wife was dealing with melanoma and it was scary and our children were at home. And like most husbands, I was worthless to be able to comfort her like she needed. But in the night, she would read sometimes half a night. And I'd wake up. She'd be reading the Bible in bed. And finally, one of those readings one night, a psalm spoke to her heart. The anxiety subsided. The fear was conquered. And sweet peace came. Because when I am afraid, I will trust in God. When I am afraid, I will trust His Word. You have nothing greater or better than what you've got right here in your God.
1: And this is Truth For Today, the radio ministry of Valley Bible Church here in Hercules, and our teacher and pastor, Pastor Phil Howard. Our phone number is 855-833-9864. If you would rather write to us, here's our address, 1511 M Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278. We're here in Hercules, the zip code 94547. So again, you can reach us by phone, by mail. Or better yet, stop by our website and drop us an email. Let us know you paid us a visit. You can find us at truthfortodayradio.org. That's truthfortodayradio.org. And then if you would like to join us here at Valley Bible Church for worship, Sunday services are at 9 and 11, and directions can be found at our website, truthfortodayradio.org, or by calling 855 833